I just want to catch you up a little bit on my journey. Uh, recently, I was in Oklahoma two weeks ago, as some of you know. I was at a conference about uh, Gen Z, which is technically something like teenagers to the mid-late mid 20s. Uh, that's Amy, uh, and it's Bill. Uh, uh, it's, it's in Bill and his mind. And, uh, and, and, so, and some others around here would feel that as well. So it's all about communication, connection, and generational understanding. And we had some real experts in the field uh, there who've written books and, uh, and, and lecture regularly on this. It was fascinating to uh, learn from their expertise and try to understand how we can connect the gospel with younger generations. And there are several generations younger than me now, so, um, so we need to do, figure this out. I had a wonderful time catching up with some old friends. Some of you will know Andy Boachi on the left there, and Joey Harris over in Atlanta who's an old friend, and uh, Nadine Templer uh, was there and gave an excellent talk. Some will know Nadine, and uh, Hannah D'Souza. Uh, we had uh, her dad, Mike, preach for us last year at some point. And on the right there is Lily Jacoby. That's Douglas's youngest daughter. They adopted from China uh, when she was a baby and known her all my life. And uh, so it was great just to see her. Don't get to see her very often. So uh, it was great catching up with old friends. I'll just share with you briefly, I'll share more another time when we're not getting into, uh, into our, our text here. But, oh, also, I was asked to speak at our sister congregation in Oklahoma City. Uh, so that was the chap there, Ben, doing communion. Uh, he is actually now, he was leading the church there for the last eight years. He and his wife, they're now on their way to Montevideo to plant a church there. Uh, so that's exciting. So pray for them, a whole new adventure for them and their young family. So I had a chance to preach there, which was wonderful. They were very nice to me. And... Um, uh, and so just fun. And, and it was good to, to bring the love of the Watford Church to a church that most of us will never visit and to bring their love back, you know, because in Christ, we're all one family. It doesn't matter where we are in the world. So that was uh, rather fun. I showed them nice pictures of you. I, I did. Uh, the pictures taken by Leon, of course, you see, because they are reliable and good pictures. So I showed lots of nice pictures of us looking our best. Uh, so that was good. My resolutions coming back from this conference were these five, and I'll expand another time, but just so you know. Firstly, to learn the culture of, of younger generations. The biggest single takeaway from me, for me from the conference was that younger people are not just younger versions of me and my generation. They are a different culture. And as much as I make allowances for that, when I do travel to a different geographical culture, I should make the same allowances for a generational culture difference. When I went to the United States, I was not in the least surprised they drove on the other side of the road. I didn't argue about that. Well, I could have done, but no, I mean, actually, I did tell one of the, I did tell one Uber driver he ought to. Anyway, but I, I, yeah, I know, but there's no point arguing it's a different culture, right? And that's just the way it is. And when I've been to India, it's, it's a different culture, right? It's natural, we've got lots of different cultures here. To argue with someone who's younger than me that my approach is better than somebody else's doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? So now with the cultures and the generations need to figure out how to work together because we're meant to be one family. But um, younger people being dismissive of an older generation or an older generation being dismissive of a younger generation is not going to help. So valuing our cultures and learning about the cultures. That's my first thought. Secondly, was appreciate the trauma. Briefly, again, um, when I grew up, I had my traumas in life. There were traumas in society. You had yours. There were things going on for me. A lot of it was around the threat of nuclear war. When I grew up in the 70s, late 60s and 70s, 
uh, I, it was in my, my assumption and most of my friends at school, our assumption was there would be a nuclear war in our lifetime because of the threat of the Cold War. It was really quite frightening and it really pervaded the atmosphere a lot, at least for me and where I was. And so that was a real thing and it really affected my view of the world. The difference for the younger generation, this generation, is that those kinds of issues are coming at them at 100 miles an hour and, and through lots of different channels. So when I was a kid, it was um, books and it was a one of three television channels. <laughs> we had three. In South Africa, you didn't have any, I think, at that point when I was young, right? So no, but maybe radio, right? The odd thing like that. Now, the younger generation have these areas of, that can cause anxiety coming at them from all different angles, lots of different channels. So it's important that I don't think, oh, well, I know what it's like to feel anxious because I grew up during the threat of a Cold War. Well, uh, yeah, but that doesn't mean I understand the anxiety of a generation who have lots of other threats they're exposed to uh, all the time. So uh, appreciate the trauma. Bring Jesus to them. Uh, there is a general sense that younger people aren't that interested in church as an institution, but they do think Jesus is interesting. And so making sure we bring Jesus to people. Uh, the church is important, but that's not kind of the point. Jesus is the point. Fourthly, offering spiritual mentoring. A lot of the research that's been done indicates that young people are open to mentoring. They're not open to being told what to do. Uh, or Any parent knows that. Um, but they're open to mentoring. And the idea of, of someone being an available resource to help them in many areas of life, but especially spiritually in this context. And so the idea of figuring out how to offer, and it's an offer, it's not a demand, it's an offer of mentoring and figuring out how that might work for a young person is important. And fifthly, involving them in leadership or certainly, let's call it influence. Influence on, in the church. Involving them in some way that will be meaningful to them. So I offer that briefly now just to say, pray for me as I work some of this through. But let us also as a church, as a congregation, think about how we connect with different generations. And how we can help different generations here, but also outside the church, come to an understanding of who Jesus is. Something to wrestle with, something to pray about, more than we have time uh, to deal with today.